countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the bomb shelter. I'm glad you made it in. This is your host, Time Chimp. And this is the podcast dedicated to bath bomb culture. The innovators, the imitators, the haters. Each episode, I'm going to review a bath bomb. And give you my opinions about the best and maybe the worst bath bombs available in a very crowded marketplace. But to help you really enjoy your bathing experience, I've crafted an ultra-relaxing, super-soothing mix. An easy mix, direct from the Time Chimp Easy Listening Library. This is episode two. I think I've confirmed maybe four people listen to the first episode. Cut me some slack here. I'm just learning how to use all this shit. RSS feed, aggregator, distributor. They have stupid names, almost as stupid as bath bombs. It's like... Podzilla. At any rate, if anybody found this podcast through Spotify, which is the one major podcast streaming service that I think that I got it on, your algorithm is set up correctly. Maybe you're a devotee of easy listening music just like me. Ever onward and upward... This week I'm going to review a bath bomb from Japan. Don't ask me how I clicked onto this. I can't even remember. I think I typed in a Google search, Japanese bath bombs. And the name of the company that I bought it through is called Yami. But when I look at the wrapper of the bath bomb, it seems like the true manufacturer might be the beloved company Bandai. I have a theory. Perhaps they're kind of the co-manufacturer of this bath bomb. So if I go off of the invoice that I received, this bath bomb is called Bakura Tamago Bath Ball Blind Bag Kitten Cat. So, I can't read Japanese. If I'm looking at the cover, there's two really cute kittens. One of them, their eyes is a little too big to be naturalistic, but it fits the whole otaku subculture. And there's a traditional-looking round wooden bathtub with a rubber ducky in it. This bomb's definitely geared towards those people who might be buying Hello Kitty and other super cute collectibles. Because 
the real thrill of this bomb is which of five super cute cat figurines are you going to get in your bath after all of your bomb ingredients have melted away. So there's this calico cat who's tired, his eyes are closed, he's got a towel around his neck like he just came out of the bathtub. And there's another kitty who's lying in an inner tube like he's floating on a lake in a blissful state with his eyes closed. It's kind of a white, fluffy cat. Mystery cat number three is a little black cat kitten actually inside one of these traditional round wooden bathtubs. Cat number four has kind of little curly floppy ears. His paw is kind of reaching forward like he's dipping it into the bathtub. The final potential reward prize is this big chonky cat, tabby cat. He's got a water bottle. At least he's hydrated. I definitely recommend trying to hydrate when you're in a bomb. That's one criteria I used to actually look at quite carefully so that you kind of seem to get dehydrated by the whole you know it's an ironic dehydration inside of the bath so I've never been the kind of person that's super thrilled with getting a toy prize inside of my bath bomb I guess it kind of reminds me of my childhood going to Kmart hoping if I put a quarter in one of those vending machines I would get like a really cool pro wrestler figurine or super bouncy ball or something. And there are these bath bomb manufacturers like Fragrant Jewels that justify, you know, price tag of like $18 by letting you hope that maybe like, I don't know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you're going to get the one out of 15,000 that has like zirconian byproduct ring but I was actually kind of looking forward to which one of these little cat figures was I going to get out of my my bath bomb experience so I'll let you know about that later in the program why don't we turn to a little bit of music from Japan
Hard name to say from his album Adventure in Sound. I should say it's a duo. Vocals are by Dina. No last name mentioned. On the back cover, it explains that it's a very popular record with uh, Dwight Eisenhower's wife since they mailed it to her. That was on the Tops label from 1957. Before that, we heard the Kodo master, Kimio Ito. And although he was visually impaired, I'm not trying to create some sort of cheap joke because this is the ball blind bag kitten cat Tamago Bedura bath bomb. <laughs> we listened to a tune called Canuda which in parentheses says, the sound of water. That sounded appropriate for bath bombs. That's from an album called Sound of the Kodo on World Pacific Records from 1966. And although I was kind of talking over the beginning of it, 
at the very beginning we listened to a track called Invitable Color by the ambient master Tetsuo Inoue from his album World Receiver 1996 on the Instinct Ambient label Fax Records reissued it What can I say about this Bikura? Is that the name of the manufacturer? I have no clue. I'm starting to think Bandai were the folks who create these toy prizes. These cute little kittens that you just keep your fingers crossed, you get your favorite one. But there's nothing to remarkable about this bath bomb. When you first put it in the tub, there's not any kind of explosive, loud, high decibel fizz. They weren't experimenting with their bicarbonate mixture to get the most ear jolting effect. None of the colors are very extraordinary. It's one of these bath bombs. They kind of just turn your tub a sort of slushy gray which I guess on the scale of disgusting is a little bit below the bath bombs that turn your tub into like a yellow pea type color but it just doesn't bring my mood up the same way as like a deep kool-aid type color like blue orange green purple even these gothic black bath bombs. At least they give me a mood. But I told you, it's all about the novelty with this bomb. I, I'm just hoping, beyond hope, I maybe get the little black kitten in the traditional round bathtub. Well, this episode, I want to start talking about what I value in easy listening music. And for me, besides maybe a star artist, a great vocalist or piano soloist, trumpeter, that's what sells the record, but the real soul of the music is in these arrangements. So, if I could go back to the Cottonwood Mall, like when I was 14, buying posters with my favorite lead guitar players to put on the wall, I wish that I could go buy posters with my favorite arrangers so that I could have like a Les Baxter poster or a Percy Faith poster or even one of these more obscure arrangers, Phil Moore. Of course, Duke Ellington is not obscure. And hopefully, his partner in crime, Billy Strayhorn, two of the greatest arrangers of all time. But these arrangers are like bombsmiths. They're working within the limitations of a form. 
usually a popular song. And so they have to make it pleasing to the ear, just like these bomb smiths have to make it pleasing to the eyes and pleasing to the, the nasal passage. I hope you're not tasting your bath bombs. That really is the next frontier. Savory bombs. It's an idea that's been pitched to me. I've been really stewing on it. No pun intended, or maybe a pun intended, but... Let's just say I love the details. I love the little ideas passed around. Let's hear the melody played on the flutes. Now let's hear it played by somebody on the oboe. Now let's bring in some choral pad in the background. Let's give a guy four bars to play white man's relaxed swing rhythm. Listen to a little bit of Norman Luboff and his choir. Yeah. 
drift away. It could be had a dream came upon the scene where the lamb and lion played. Yes, they played. How could he start to school her to rule her the feet of sand and clay? Oh, Alonzo declared that he must reach to heaven forever.
Well, we just heard Dusty Springfield singing The Color of Your Eyes from 1968's Dusty Definitely album. And before that, we heard Al Jarreau singing Alonzo from his This Time album, 1980, on Warner Brothers. That fucking easy track I mentioned at the beginning was Full Moon and Empty Arms by Norman Luboff Choir from their Reverie album. Highly recommend that album. I didn't know once I got middle-aged I'd have such an affection for choral music. Particularly easy listening choral music. And I think that Norman Luboff is just about the top of the stack. That's a tune I've been obsessed with. I'll probably be trying to talk about that every episode. What's the tune I'm obsessed with? Last week it was Bobbles, Bangles, and Beads. And this week it looks like it's Full Moon and Empty Arms which the more savvy listener will recognize was inspired by Rachmaninoff's second piano concerto. I've been actually like trying to learn it straight off of the piano concerto to figure out the chord changes to the song. And they left out the best chord changes. But I guess they had to make it a 32-bar A-A-B-A song. Well, after just a little bit more suspense, I'm going to tell you about which figurine I got in my question mark Bandai Bikura Tamago Bath Ball Blind Bag Kitten Cat. That's the item description, at least, through the website that I sadly should have translated but that's lost to the mists of time now. I'm going to go out there and try to buy some more Japanese bath bombs. I have faith that there's some great bomb smiths. Any nation that produces a vehicle as fine as Toyotas. I'm sure they can crank out a good bath bomb as well. If you're from Japan and you know about a bath bomb that I should try out, shoot me a line. I'll let you know how you can do that here at the end of the program. I probably need to set up the email address as... (laughs) as we speak. Let's hear some more great arranging accomplishments. This comes from a very rare, I wish I could claim I own this album on vinyl, but it always goes for about 400 bucks on eBay. It's by an arranger named Frank Hunter, and it comes from his album titled White Goddess. 
And the tune we're going to hear is called Temple Bells. Thank you. 
Well, that was a lovely track from the master himself, Henry Mancini. Doesn't get easier than that. All the elements blended, the vibraphone, the choir, a little bit of tinkly piano, beautiful melody. That was from an album called Our Man in Hollywood from 1964 on RCA Victor. And before that, we heard a track called Harbor Lights. It's from a series of records called Webley Edwards Presents. And this one was called Hawaiian Shores Favorite Instrumentals Volume 2 with Al Kialoka Perry got to have some Hawaiian music to relax if you're in the bathtub. And just to remind you, at the top there we heard Temple Bells by Frank Hunter and his orchestra. Well, I've got maybe one or two more easy listening songs for you. And then I'm going to reveal which one of the figurines I got and what I admit is probably not the greatest bath bomb. But it gave me a nice little surprise.
we're just about there to the end of the bath. I'm going to try doing a new feature each episode that I like to call Comment of the Week. Send them in if you get a good one. I'm obsessed with the reviews people leave on bath bomb manufacturers' websites. I've left a few myself. from one of my favorite bath bomb manufacturers, Elk River Soap Company. This was left by a user named Jessica on February 21st of a year I won't reveal. Titled, Must Haves at Night. I toss one of these in my shower every night to help relax before bed. The aroma in a steaming hot shower is very powerful, but not overwhelming. She's talking about a product that Elk River makes. It's called the Sleepy Time Shower Steamer. It sounds actually perfect right now. That might have to be my next review. Let's see if I can make a comment as good as Jessica. Well, just before we listen to this relaxing final ode by Jackie Gleason, we heard the tune Actium by Aphex Twin from his Selected Ambient Works 85-92 to album. That's a classic. Better than Volume 2, if you ask me. I'm glad you've tuned in to The Bomb Shelter. Just like this record keeps turning here at the turnout groove. You gotta get out of your bathtub sometime, whether it's to turn the record player off, or maybe flip the record. Or maybe you have to get to work. I hope you don't have to get to work. Maybe you have to get to bed. In that case, you could go try a sleepy time shower steamer. But I told you I was going to tell you what figurine I got. And it was the cute little cat blissed out on an inner tube. Kind of reminded me of the arcade game Tubin. Which was a really kind of hard game. It like the control was like one of those wheels I think and you were trying to paddle around in a river it's like paper boy but ten times harder so I got the fluffy white cat on the inner tube I was hoping for the black cat in the bathtub but I didn't get it am I gonna buy another one to try to get it I don't know, I'm feeling really tempted by that sleepy time shower steamer from Elk River. I've reviewed their products before on my Instagram page. Just go look for Time Chimp if you want to check out some of my video reviews. Thank you for tuning in to another bomb shelter. And until the next nuclear winter, 
make sure to give the tub one last rinse. 